The BS Free Podcast, episode 41. So there I was. It was the year 2000. I was 14 years old, and I grew up in a Christian household, so we're talking about the month of June. June 30th, to be exact, back in 2000. Cell phones weren't really a big thing, and most cars were pretty boring compared to the awesome stuff that we have today with all the technology. We still had to wait by our phones. I mean, you could still get a cell phone if you wanted, but I still waited by my phone to get any calls from friends and family. It was a pretty neat thing. We, we played outside an awful lot. wasn't really allowed to have too many video games just because I lived on a, a large plot of land in the Adirondack Mountains. So it's June 30th, 2000, and there's this girl that I really liked. And uh, we were going to vacation Bible school in a town nearby. And I remember thinking that day, you know, this is the day that I'm going to kiss this girl. I'm going to have my first kiss. It's supposed to be a hallowed moment, right? Your first kiss is a very important time. Something you never forget. A lot of firsts in life that you have. So I get in my dad's old Subaru. And actually a bunch of us are in it. I've got my sisters, my brother. We're all packed in the car. I think it was just two of my sisters because it was a, um, a four-seater. And... We take the 20-minute drive to go to Vacation Bible School. Really fun time. So I'm getting all amped up, ready for my first kiss. I knew I was going to plant it right on her. And so um, my father drops us off. You know, turn around, look at him. Before he drops us off, he says, I love you. Which is really weird. I mean, he, it's, he said I loved you a bunch of times before. So it wasn't a surprise, but... Is this the context? He didn't just hand out I love you unless it was a moment that was warranted, that had been built up to that. And it was pretty rare. It was like once a year, probably. So we go to vacation Bible school, have a fun time, do our things, and the end of the day rolls around, and everybody's going to be going home in about 15 minutes. So I track this girl down, and of course she's got the hots for me too. It's looking pretty good. My chances are high. And uh, we're over on the, if I can remember right now, we're on the northernmost side of a, a church building. And I remember for the first time putting my hands around the waist of a girl, <laughs> the craziest thing in my life, slowly sliding my left hand up her left side and going in for the kiss. And wow, what a feeling. Just the, the smell, the floral smell of a woman, the, the softness. It was such a good feeling. It was such a wonderful day. I, I'd never forget it. And then it was over. Vacation Bible school was over with. I'd gotten my first kiss. I was on fire. It was, I felt so good. And then I'm, I'm told that my dad's missing. Right? I get, a, I get a message from somebody there that they got a phone call. Uh, they're looking for my dad. You know, maybe he got lost. Maybe he just wanted to go out and be left the hell alone. It's usually something that I do from time to time. Just want to be left the hell alone so I go off the radar. So wasn't really thinking too much of it. I mean, if he's gone for a few hours, so what? Leave the guy alone. Let him do what he needs to do. And so a uh, family friend picks us up and brings us home. It's about a 20-minute drive. And of course, I'm you know, a, little, a little worried but that always came home. He always did. 
he worked about an hour away from home. And so he never knew when he was going to get home, but his car always came up the driveway. Sometimes 7 p.m., sometimes 6 p.m., sometimes 9 p.m., but Dad always came home. But that night, Dad didn't come home. That was it. That was the last time I saw him. You see, he parked himself in front of a state police um, precinct, or the, the, the barracks, up in the town where he was working, and he shot himself in the head. And he ended it all right there. And so, I'll never forget the feeling as a kid when your chest cavity feels like it's been emptied. It's a, it's a pretty, pretty terrible moment, especially when you got a dad as cool as mine was. So that's what leads us to today. The last 18 years have not been easy. But they've been pretty awesome as far as learning is concerned. But yeah, I miss them. God, do I miss them. So many things that I could have learned a lot quicker. Because that's what I was afraid of in my early teens. I was like, well, when I, when I grow up, I want to know how to do all these things that the adults do. Like pay my taxes and go to work and buy a car and meet a girl and get married and make friends, start a business. These are all things that I wanted to know. And dad was there for it, right? That's what his job was going to be. So it was really exciting for me. And then all, all of a sudden, one day, my heart is just torn out of its chest. I'm not the only one involved in this. You've got a, a mother who adored her husband, henpecked him, right? But isn't that what a lot of our wives do? Henpecked him. <laughs> Absolutely adored by his children. And he just felt like he couldn't go on anymore. There's a huge backstory to all of this, but that's why I'm on the path I am today. That's why I started this podcast. Because... If I could go back in time, I would give this podcast to me. It would be my gift to myself. Because, God, did I need it. At the age of 14, if you could have told me how to have a, a positive attitude, if you could have told me to keep life simple, to only work on the things you need to work on, not get caught up in people who don't like you. Not to get caught up in laziness. Not to get caught up in all these buzzwords. But just to have a reason and a purpose. That was my dad's job. And for whatever reason, we can all debate that. He didn't fulfill it. So, yeah, the path was a bit harder. But this podcast is for you. Even if you've got a dad... Even if you've got your guidance, this podcast is for you to understand your impact as a husband and as a father. Never discount how much of a hole that you would leave, even if you don't think you're anything, even if you don't provide enough for your family, 
even if you're not there enough for your family. Never discount the impact that you have. Yeah, I appreciate you listening to this episode. I know it could get a little dark, a little sad, but I never want you to forget the impact that you have on the world around you. And don't discount it. Don't think that you're just going through life without a purpose. Don't think that you're doing all of this for nothing. Even if you think it's nothing, you've got such a massive imprint that you make every single day. And even if people don't tell you about it, you take up such a big spot on this earth. So I want you to remember that as a father, as a husband, stand up and take what's yours. Stop asking for forgiveness if you know what you're doing is right. Train your children to be self-reliant, to be powerful, to know that they are ultimately valuable and it is their responsibility to grow others. I really appreciate you listening to this episode. We're going to probably pump up the energy in the days going forward. But I thought that this was a really important message for you to hear. All right. See you tomorrow.